What if I told you that God could be seen in the most ordinary things every day? That if we just took a break from the busyness of our lives to just stop and look around, to consider the things that we encounter all the time and overlook, the lessons that we would learn from our children and in our homes, our families, what if I told you that everyday ordinary events could teach us extraordinary eternal truths? Would you believe me? Welcome to the Set Your Mind Above podcast, where everyday ordinary events teach us extraordinary eternal truths. I'm your host, BJ Seip, and I'm so glad that you've tuned in today. I'm excited to share my life and my faith with you, and I sure hope that you'll do the same with me along the way. Being raised in the Northwest, I have been a Portland Trailblazers fan for as long as I can remember. I didn't always follow basketball closely, but starting in my teen years, I really started getting invested into the team. The best thing that ever happened to the Blazers is a player named Damian Lillard who is, in my opinion, the most underrated player in the entire NBA league. I will never forget the time that I got to sit courtside and watch him square up against Russell Westbrook. Even being defended by another all-star caliber player couldn't slow Lillard down. When he's on, he's unstoppable. When the game is down to the wire, there is almost no safer bet than giving him the ball. Most people refer to it as Dame Time. Well, last night the Blazers were playing in Game 5 of the first round of the playoffs against the Denver Nuggets. The game came down to the wire, and Damian, again, came up clutch. He ended up shooting 12 three-pointers, scoring 55 points all by himself and forcing double overtime. In doing this, He made history by doing something no other player has ever done in NBA history in any game, regular season or playoffs. He is the first player in a game to ever score at least 50 points, have 10 assists, and 10 three-pointers. After such a historic performance, surely you would assume that the Blazers came away with the win. But you would be wrong. (laughs) The Blazers fell short to the Nuggets with a final score of 147 to 140 in double overtime. This was because while Damian had arguably one of the greatest games in NBA history, sadly, it was a one-man show. The rest of his teammates played just horribly, especially in overtime. They missed multiple wide-open shots two dunks, and carelessly were stepping out of bounds. In fact, aside from Lillard, the rest of the team only made one shot in double overtime. One single shot. Damian scored 17 of Portland's 19 points. Had the rest of his team actually played well and done their part, Surely the Blazers would have come away with an easy victory. However, because everyone else failed to do their part, the team lost. You see, one player cannot win the game. It always requires a team effort. 
Last night was a clear demonstration of that. That even though one of the greatest players in the game played one of the greatest games ever played, because he was left to do it alone, he came up short. As I laid in my bed disappointed by the loss and the team's performance, my mind went back to the account of Moses and the advice of his father-in-law Jethro. In Exodus chapter 18, Moses had taken on the task of acting as the sole mediator and judge of the people. From sunup until sundown, Moses was trying to solve the problems of hundreds of thousands of people all by himself. Let's read the account together. The next day, Moses sat to judge the people, and the people stood around Moses from morning until evening. When Moses' father-in-law saw all that he was doing for the people, he said, What is this that you're doing for the people? Why do you sit alone and all the people stand around you from morning until evening? And Moses said to his father-in-law, Because the people come to me to inquire of God. When they have a dispute, they come to me and I decide between one person and another, and I make them know the statutes of God and his laws. Moses' father-in-law said to him, What you are doing is not good. You and the people that are with you will certainly wear yourselves out. For the thing is too heavy for you. You are not able to do it alone. Now obey my voice, and I will give you advice, and God will be with you. You shall represent the people before God and bring their cases to God, and you shall warn them about the statutes and the laws and make them know the way in which they must walk and what they must do. Moreover, look for able men from all the people, men who fear God, who are trustworthy and hate a bribe, and place such men over the people as chiefs of thousands and hundreds and fifties and tens. And let them judge the people at all times. Every great matter they shall bring to you, but any small matter they shall decide themselves. So it will be easier for you, and they will bear the burden with you. If you do this, God will direct you, and you will be able to endure, and all this people also will go to their place in peace. Exodus chapter 18, verses 13 through 23. Can you imagine how terrible of a situation this was? This was a lose-lose situation. Not only would Moses be exhausted, both emotionally and physically, from dealing with all of the people's problems alone, day in and day out, but this was terrible for the people. With only one mediator and judge, but hundreds of thousands of problems, that meant that most people's voices were never heard, nor were their problems ever solved. Jethro was correct. What he was doing was not good. He could not do it alone, and he needed help from others. This is a lesson that we must learn that applies to nearly every area of our life. It applies to marriage, and that one spouse cannot carry the marriage by themselves. It takes both working together in love, labor, and responsibility. It applies to parenting 
in that God never designed for one parent to be absent, but that children desperately need both their mother and their father actively involved in their lives. It applies to your work. In whatever company or organization that you are a part of would fail if it was left to you alone. It requires hard work of everyone and their respective roles for things to succeed. More than anything, it applies to the church. The Lord's work was never designed to be a one-man show. In Ephesians chapter 4, verses 15 through 16, Paul writes, Rather, speaking the truth in love, we are to grow up in every way into him who is the head, into Christ, from whom the whole body, joined and held together by every joint with which it is equipped, when each part is working properly, makes the body grow so that it builds itself up in love. Sadly, many times 80% of the work is done by 20% of the church. Is it any wonder that churches don't grow like we would hope for them to? When members do nothing to serve, but only expect to be served, and when those who do serve are overworked and burnt out, that is a recipe for disaster. If evangelism alone is left up to the preacher, because after all, that's his job, quote-unquote, then a church will never have the impact in its community that it could have if all worked together. We must all be equipped, ready to work and fulfill our respective roles in the work of the Lord. We would do well to listen to the words of Jethro today. And if we too listen to his voice, rest assured that God will be with us. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Tune in Tuesdays through Fridays as a new podcast episode will be uploaded each day. Also, be sure to follow the Facebook page for the Set Your Mind Above podcast for future announcements and weekly video sessions that are uploaded on Saturdays. As you have opportunity, share these thoughts with your friends and your family, and share with me what important lessons you are learning from everyday, ordinary events. Until next time, know that I love you, that God loves you, And may we all, each and every day, set our minds above.